What's up, podcast? Welcome to another episode of Insights. Uh, This is the show where we go out and interview other health and wellness experts on their particular expertise and what they're doing for their own health. Um, I find it fascinating what these experts do for their own health and what they've seen work for others, um, and that's why we call it Insight. And this week, we have a great friend on the show. Uh, Sherry Fetzer is a health coach in the Knoxville, Tennessee area. And she brought so much insight in this conversation about what she's doing for her own health as well as what she's seen work for others. So I I know you'll get a ton out of this episode, so I'm going to let you get to the conversation. Uh, Here is Sherry Fetzer on this episode of Insights. We are here with my good friend, former colleague, Sherry Fetzer, and we're doing a series of health and wellness interviews with wellness experts in East Tennessee, and literally, I I couldn't wait for this interview. (laughs) Introduce yourself to the audience. Hi, everybody. Um, My name is Sherry Fetzer, and I'm a women's wellness coach, and I have been dedicated to health and wellness for, I don't know, at least... 20 plus years. It's just been one of my um, most, my deepest passions. Um, Because really, truly, I feel like health is our absolutely most important commodity. You know, people end up just basically, um, they squander their health in chasing down wealth, and then they ultimately end up using the wealth to try to get their health back, you know? And yeah, it is the, so true. It is the most important thing that we have, and yeah. it's and because it's right there, a lot of times we take it for granted, and, you know, it's it's an extremely important thing um, to, to nurture your health and to take care of yourself, because without that, you know, you... You don't really have anything, and you're able to offer everybody so much more. You're able to offer your family, your your friends, your community, your business, you know, so much more. Well, see, the idea of uh, take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. Yeah. So, so tell. I mean, it's cliche for a reason. Like, (laughs) you know, I mean, you know that it's you can't, you truly can't do it unless you are taking care of yourself. Well, it's obvious that health is extremely important to you. Tell us some of the things that you've done for your own health uh, in recent years that has had a major impact? Like, what do you do? Oh, wow. I, well, you know, I kind of have, I, I kind of dabble in everything. I like to experiment. I kind of use my life as an experiment, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I like to, I like to kind of dabble in everything. But one of the most important things that I have done is I've stayed committed to a yoga practice. So okay. for me, that has been a very important piece. Because with yoga, and it's so much more, I think that sometimes people, um, they don't realize it's, it's not just sitting there staring at your belly button and saying ohm over and over again. You know, it's, it, there is so much more to it than that, you know, and there's a lot of depth to it. And, um, you know, it's a great um, way to gain strength and flexibility and endurance and just body-mind connection. I've heard that a, a few times. Meditation yeah. has been... Um, it's becoming a bigger part of my life. It's something that I've kind of ignored because it kind of seems like, well, I don't really need that. Yeah. But but even the yoga meditation has been something that a lot of people talk about in their health journey as being something that uh, is really impactful. Yeah. Um, so that's been kind of the mainstay. That's been the one constant. Tell me some yeah. about, about some of your crazy experiments because oh, I know over the years yeah. you've... <laughs> 
you've explained to me some pretty wild diets. I've done all kinds of things. I've done pretty much any diet that you can think of at some point. Um, but for seven years, I did um, a raw food diet. Okay. So I was a raw food vegan for seven years. For seven years. Yeah, for seven years. How, how was that? Well, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. Okay. It was... I, it was just kind of one of those things I just did. It. I thought I would try it on and see how it goes. And I still implement a lot of the stuff in my life on a day-to-day basis. Um, you know, I, I um, th- there was a lot of food prep, you know, the way that I did it at the time anyway. There was quite a bit of food prep with it. Right. So it, it's difficult, it I'm sure. Like, you, you had to plan, or I had to plan out, um, sometimes even, you know, a week or two in advance certain things. But it, it, I still would not trade it for anything. It was it was a great experience, and, and like I said, I still use um, a lot of those recipes and things to this day. Well, so. I think the process of that has to be valuable yeah. because you're being so intentional about what you're eating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually I love the fact that you said experiment because one of the things that I've seen just from the outside is that everyone's so unique and mm-hmm. you there's no one tried and true way right there's only w- what's working for you right you know and whatever works for you is good exactly. you know and the only way you're going to get that is through like trying things absolutely i know i i think it's fun to just try things on for a little while and see how it works and uh, some things i'll keep some things i let go and, and that's it's supposed to be fun and it, t- taking care of yourself it's there is not one cookie cutter version like you're saying yeah so many different ways to do it and you've got to feel good about what you're doing or you're not going to do it it's not going to be sustainable you have to like it and you have to you have to enjoy it or or you're not going to stick with it exactly you know and i think what was it you that told me um something about the the best diet is the one that you keep yeah, well, it, it, I, didn't, you, I didn't say that, but I do. You I know like what I mean? Yeah. Like a, a diet, if you can't do it, then mm-hmm. it's not that great of a diet. Well, I don't even like the word diet. Anyway. Yeah. I always equate the word diet to depression, insecurity, and emotional trauma. Mm-hmm. I don't even like to use that word. What, what, what do you like to use? Nutrition. I usually okay. say nutrition, typically. I mean, I, I, still, diet is you know, gets thrown in there once in a while, but I try to pull that that word out I totally agree do you believe that you know we shouldn't be um withholding or like uh deprivation yeah like because that's that's something that I struggle with you know I don't like the idea of not being able to do well there is sort of this psychological thing it makes you you know the the rebel in us wants to do something if we're trying to withhold something from ourselves so uh, what I like to think in terms of is you add in the good stuff and the the bad stuff sort of falls away more so versus thinking of like depriving yourself so focus on focus on the good things focus on getting nutrient dense foods and like whole foods fresh foods as much as possible Getting ourselves off of the processed foods and that kind of stuff is definitely beneficial. It's because it causes all these different spikes in our blood sugar and, and, you know, problems with our gut and hormone imbalances and so forth. So trying to eliminate the processed foods, adding in, you know, fresh, healthy foods, 
you know, is better, but, you know, don't think of it as, like, I've got to deprive myself all the time. You know, you, there's a lot of things, there's a lot of great options that you can put in in place, and the next thing you know, you're just, you've kind of just retrained yourself, and you've just developed new habits. And, and you, if you commit to the consistency of that. And you've replaced them. Yeah, you've just replaced it. Yeah, yeah, and, and um, like with any habit, you know, I've, I love habit and, you know, how that, all thing the whole thing works but you know you replace uh the there's a loop and you replace you know what your trigger is with something that's different Mm -hmm. anyway i'm we're not going to go there because that's too complicated for this early in the morning (laughs) but uh no i i totally i totally agree with you now so so tell us you're a hormone expert tell us about the impact you've seen with women and hormones Oh, goodness. Um, I mean, it's been life-changing. It's life-changing for, for people and women, you know, especially when they um, feel – one of the most common things, it just blows my mind, is they, they'll go to their doctors and they're, they're telling their doctors their symptoms and their doctors end up putting them on like an antidepressant or something, you know, versus like actually checking their hormones and seeing what's going on there. And I have seen women's lives completely changed by, you know, having their hormones checked and getting their, you know, getting their hormones in balance. It's almost like you're not crazy. No, no. (laughs) And I'm sure like that's, you know, in some places, you know, people have been treated like they're crazy. Yes. You know, like there's something wrong and they don't uh, feel like they're being heard. Yeah. Right. They don't feel like anyone is even seeing them or hearing them. As far as hormone therapy goes, because I know you've seen a lot of it. What are some complementary things to that that you've seen really work for people? Um, definitely sleep. Yeah. The, you know, sleep is sacred. <laughs> I don't even know a better word for it. Sleep is, uh, like, the most important. If you don't do anything else for yourself, get some sleep. It has, a, you know, an amazing power to just reset everything and help you get, um, you know, imbalance again. And even... Two days of some with sleep deprivation can completely like throw you off. Throw you off, yeah. Totally. I mean, it's, yeah. I think um, regarding sleep, I've heard you know go to bed the same time mm-hmm. and wake up at the same time. Um, I've heard you know lessen the screen time towards the end of the yeah. day. Make sure your bedroom is for sleep. You know, so you don't have mm-hmm. other things. You don't associate it with work or email or social media stuff like that any other things that you've seen help with sleep because it seems like that's like the this the keystone thing yeah those those are definitely keystones um yeah I don't have a tv in my bedroom I I I, I'm not always perfect with this but I do try to eliminate screen time at least an hour before bed if not okay no that's 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 really good yeah and have that's the tough room to do completely black no lights on in the room at all mm-hmm. and have the windows closed so there's really because really you shouldn't even be able to see your hand in front of your face we actually have like photo sensors on our skin so it it picks up light if there's light anywhere in the room even if our eyes are closed Interesting. so that can affect our sleep yeah so people uh, don't realize that a lot of times what about temperature Keep it a little cooler. Okay. Yeah, it's Do you keep, keep yours cool. like it in the high 60s or? No, I'm like 70. Okay. 70-ish. What about supplements for sleep? Supplements for sleep. Um, I love, magnesium is great. 
it helps you to sleep, and it's also just good. Just about everybody is deficient in magnesium. Okay. Uh, and magnesium helps over 300 different biochemical processes in the body. So it's one of the most important um, supplements that you can take. Say that one more time. I missed that last one. Is it all magnesium? Magnesium. Okay. Yeah, magnesium helps with over 300 different biochemical processes in the body. So it... it, it it's pretty important. much helps just about anything going on. It helps. It helps. Well, it helps your heart health. It helps to keep from having muscle cramps. It helps to calm your mind. It dilates your blood vessels. It helps you relax. So it is helpful to, um, for sleep. And, and then you, just overall benefits. You general. recommend uh, doing that at night. At night, I do, I do recommend you know at least a minimum of three hundred. You know, three hundred to five hundred okay. um, milligrams of magnesium at night. Now I know. I know there's there's a lot of different types of magnesium. Is there one in yeah. particular you take? Well, I love the. I, I love Life Extension. Okay. I mean, that is, um, they've, it, there's a, a, is a combo of a couple of different types of magnesium. Magnesium glycinate or magnesium methionate are the uh, ones that have less problems with kind of a laxative effect. If you take too much magnesium, you can be in trouble. Right. <laughs> From that standpoint. <laughs> so you want to watch out like with magnesium sulfate or magnesium citrate. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it's... Um, Magnesium is definitely one of the keys um, as far as sleep. 5-HTP is great. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, uh, and melatonin. Okay. Um, so so sleep, experimenting. Um, tell us a, a little bit more about what you're doing for your own health that might could help the listeners. Um, sleep. Yeah. I go, you know, I'm, I'm really making sleep a priority. And um, getting to bed before 10 o'clock is ideal. Um, and then, um, getting my workouts in, in the morning. I love, I love, is there a reason you do it in the morning? I love getting up and getting going and it boosts my metabolism, gets my, I feel like it gets my brain activity going much better, um, to do it first thing in the morning. It, um, it helps me sleep better at night. They've actually done studies that show that working out in the morning is the most beneficial to help your sleep pattern get more rest makes sense yeah i would also think it just makes the rest of your day more productive oh it does yeah for sure it's like making it's up like your bed it you're, sets you're, your tone for your whole day yeah it's kind of like my power hour in the morning of getting i get my workout in i do like a i have a um kind of meditative contemplative type of you know ritual every morning to do you, do you journal I do. Okay. Yeah. So you do that in the morning I as do, well. I do, and then I, I'll, I'll meditate. And you call that the power hour. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, well, that's not, that's, several people use that term. I love yeah, it though. Yeah. I haven't heard that. But I always think in terms of like, you know, I want, I want to set the tone for my day. Yeah. You know. No, the so, power hour. Yeah. I, to I totally dig it. And are you mixing in other workouts besides yoga? Yeah, I do. Uh, I do. I'm, I kind of have exercise ADD. I always tell people <laughs> I like to um, do some High intensity interval training. I feel like that that's very beneficial. Okay, um, it's really good um, as far as like building muscle tone. You know the way that you your your body just burns calories more efficiently. Um, I like to just get out. I like to just get out and go for a hike or a walk or something too. At least a couple of times a week. Yeah, I, just getting outside and doing something. Yeah, you know some fresh air. Something so something different. Yeah, you know versus you know getting in the same routine of going to the gym or going to the yoga studio and doing mm -hmm. the same thing over and over. Uh, a mix of an. I love a walk. Just I know. just any I just any like walk. I I just really enjoy going just going for a walk. I listen to a podcast or listen to some music or something or or nothing. I, sometimes I just don't even want to listen to anything. Yeah, and it just helps me get my mind clear. Yeah, go for a walk. Go for I don't know, 
30 minutes to an hour at least usually. And I love that. Yeah. Now you do wellness coaching. What's some of the best advice you can give, you know? Keep it simple. I think that one of the biggest issues is people want to overcomplicate it. And most of this stuff is just hidden in plain sight right in front of us. Okay. You know, and right. just keep it simple. Keep your foods, you know, fresh, you know, whole, um, organic as much as possible. Keeping it simple as far as um, drinking plenty of water, getting plenty of sleep. Don't overcomplicate your life. So do so, something so, that's sustainable for you. So do the big things well. Yeah. So and commit it, to consistency. Just to, com- you know, even if you just do, just do, say you commit to, um, okay, I'm not going to, I'm just going to only eat, I'm not going to eat any foods that come out of a package for, um, you know, 30 days or something. Okay. Like that. You know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to make sure I'm eating foods that are, you know, that make me feel good to eat them fresh and clean. You know, I'm not going to eat things that have flour in the first three ingredients or something like that. I don't know. Okay. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of something pretty simple. But if you no, it makes if you total just sense. commit to something, say, okay, I'm not going to eat foods that have flour in the first three ingredients, you know, for the next 30 days. And just keep committing to that. Or I'm just not going to do it today. And I'll try to m- commit to doing it, uh, not, you know, also not doing <laughs> yeah. it tomorrow. I don't know. I mean, I don't want here. I'm, I don't want to overcomplicate it either with trying to give you an example. But the um, just something that's just committing to consistency, committing to getting up and, and doing 10 minutes of movement of your body, yeah. you know, every morning, you know, for, and just commit to consistently doing it. Just do it one morning, then commit to doing it the next morning. But that consistency is where you're going to get the results. And it's, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. All, you know, the, our health gaining, you know, like when we gain weight and that kind of stuff, it takes time to do that. So it takes time to get it back off and it takes time to kind of clear out. Well, one thing, you know, I think a good thing for people to focus on is just that process. Yeah. You know, don't focus. A lot of times we can get consumed with, the number, yeah, you know, if you're trying to lose 20 pounds or, you know, whatever that is, yeah. you get consumed with that, and and it can be uh, not super encouraging, you know. Oh, I know. It didn't, I, don't, I just tell people don't even get on a scale for at least three months. I don't even. I almost never use the scale myself, and I don't. I tell my clients not to even use the scale because it it do, we get so hung up on it. Okay. So just think more in terms of <clears throat> how you're feeling and how your clothes are fitting. Okay. It do, the the number how, uh, on the energy. scale really doesn't yes exactly how yeah. your how your energy levels are how your mental clarity I mean if if everybody committed to exercise just consistent exercise even just ten thank you guys so much for listening to this episode that's the end of our recording we really appreciate you guys being here um, now go out subscribe give us a rating uh, we really appreciate that it, it helps us be found and it, it means a lot to us thanks so much guys we'll see you next week